we're, we're pushing 30 at this point. They love to tell you the girls that get it, get it. <laughs> I'm not. Nah, I'm telling you, I people just use it. that phrase to say bullshit. No, and they've actually started using it to justify their bullshit, their nonsense. I saw one today, I forgot what it was, and I'm like, mm mm, mm mm. It's, it's gone too far. This is the girls that get it. These girls don't get it. Like, there's a reason why we don't get it. They don't because get it. Wrong. They don't get it. Damn thing. wrong. And they're, now they have a scapegoat. Oh, you just don't get it. Oh, the girls that get it, get it. You obviously don't get it because you're not that girl. That's the thing about TikTok. Uh-huh. You know who I'm happy is famous? I was going to say, I said it, I think, in our DMs, but I'm so happy that Santana is kind of famous. Like, everyone Santana. knows Material Girl. Like, Santana. 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 <laughs> Honestly, yeah. our favorite like you said, it's about time. It's about time. And I think um, even the time, um, was it just before the New Year with the yeah. whole um, sex tape allegation when people thought that was Santana? I, and, I um, don't know if I believe that's not Santana. That looked that look a lot like Santana. Honestly, I'll let Santa, Santana um, you know the narrative but i also too was like are you sure because i've seen santana twerk anyway and it was the beard too but anyway um after no 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 because who's gonna come and say yeah do like yeah that's my thing i mean maybe we could have had a we could have had a I think maybe there was something wrong. Like, had Santana owned the sex tape, it would have been wrong. Like, something wrong. Like, maybe Santana was cheating or something. So maybe oh. there was thought behind why Santana didn't claim the sex tape. Because in this day and age, like, revenge porn. Yeah, like, yeah. especially for Santana. I I just don't believe that Santana would have been that outraged or that fearful that, oh, my gosh, they're going to they're gonna think I'm a whore. no. No, yeah. we know, boo. We know. But um, on on TikTok, um, Santana was even saying how like um, I think it was the Material Girl streams or something. Yeah. That have gone up, or the album streams in general, they went up so much that the label actually ended up giving him like a raise and gave um Santana more money. Yeah. And but yeah, about- they were saying how the label um basically, well, they made a TikTok essentially, saying how um anyway, you guys keep going what basically it was but like how everyone obviously keeps talking about the the sex tape and then oh. other people who i guess wouldn't have known yeah. who they were obviously went to then search and then i guess it led to more people streaming their music and yeah. then they obviously were the material girl the label gave them a raise because the streams are that mad around that time i love that like, about that time it's about damn time i was time. always saying you know me i've always maintained that I love Lil Nas X and I'm happy for Lil Nas X, but oh, 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 okay. Lil Nas X's success should not come at the cost of Santana's expense. Like, not that it would be at the cost, but like, I want to see them both flourish. That's what I mean. Like, I think I don't see why they can't both flourish. Yes. I mean, I don't see what Lil Nas X is doing that Santana is not doing. Santana is friends with more famous people. Like maybe you know, but you know, it's not misogyny. That- it's it's literally honestly the good old tale of misogyny because um even and fat phobia, not- yeah, and fat phobia, fat, it's fat phobia and it's misogyny because um in as much as Lil Nas X sometimes obviously um will dress up, 
can wear heels do i'm gonna say their nails because i don't know I, I would i don't know their pronouns but um obviously get their nails done sometimes maybe wear heels sometimes maybe wear figure hugging stuff sometimes talk yeah. about how you know they take the long whatever but for the most part of their career especially in the beginning they were very mass presenting even now on a day-to-day basis they generally usually very mass presenting and i feel like like i said the good old tale of misogyny um santana they've never been shy of who they are they've never been you know from before when they used to have their inches and the beard and the nails they've stopped, they've, and they've, they've stopped. the nails are still there but i haven't seen that we haven't, haven't a, done inches in time right we haven't had a good wig we, haven't had a we good haven't had that in hair time. moment no. i think the last time i saw probably the jobs video and even jobs no they weren't even wearing a wig in the jobs video uh, we need you to anyway. bring it back auntie auntie, <laughs> auntie we waiting but yes i feel like they've never been obviously shy of who they are always just to the nines or whatever and i do think like you said the good old tale of misogyny and phobia it's always going to get in the way because like you said there's not that there's no reason but for me i still i'm gonna say there's no reason why it it should have taken this like especially because they're actually genuinely very talented it would be very different if they were just kind and of funny. like yeah and funny you know like think of and how many famous people lines, how many iconic lines iconic moments that they've given us baby it doesn't make sense but i mean everything i guess happens in due time at least everyone is now shining their eye you know at least and we thank we thank god we thank god god we thank god and everyone for that um we've already done our how i use off off recording Eleven, we live, baby. Is you live, horse? Is is you know, as they say, is this camera only? So eleven, we live. Is that guys, episode ten, babe? Huh? Is episode ten? Absolutely not. It's not episode ten. No. Oh my gosh, it's eleven. No way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no way. Definitely eleven. Can you believe it? I thought it was Can 11. I thought it was 10. No way. 11. It's 11. Sweetie. Sweetie. <laughs> um, whenever anyone writes sweetie, whenever I write sweetie, I'm definitely saying it like Santana. You have to. Come on now. Sweetie. What's um, <laughs> um, episode 11, we live. Guys, welcome to the Reality Check Podcast. With I'm me Well, to boop, boop, boop. the point is this is the reality check podcast with leo and Nessie. that's what that matters Oxalai. i mean to those who don't speak it no matter no matter what at the end of the day like oh there was this one tweet out of africa and twitter when someone was like how do you try and like Define what Oksala is. And someone said, irregardless. But that's not a real word. It's not. Like, I need black people to let go. But you know, they, I think they added it to the dictionary. Nah, but that's like, adding, of, that's like adding bootylicious. 
That's not that's really what I'm saying. saying. People said a word that doesn't exist so much to the point that they had to add it to the dictionary. Stop saying that word. You sound stupid. It's ugly. It's ugly, guys. Even when you say it, it doesn't rule off the tongue. Irregardless, what's that? And even head. you know when you actually think of even grammar, it's a double negative. Like, what you mean, irregardless? Because if you said regardless, it would mean the same thing as irregardless. So what is it that you're really saying? What are you trying to... You know what it's like? It's like when Americans say, I could care less. <laughs> Did you hear what you just said? Did you hear yourself? <laughs> Keep saying that. Keep saying that so everyone can see how crazy you sound. Keep saying that. <laughs> pisses me off. No, it's ridiculous. But um, speaking of things that piss me off... <laughs> That's a classic segue. <laughs> Speaking of things, people and the whatchamacallits that piss me off. <laughs> I know your ass watched Portia's Family Matters because, you know, we do this thing where we, where we talk, you and me. We, we talk. <laughs> According to your aunt, we talk. We talk. <laughs> I'm going to give you the floor first because I'm fuming. So... <laughs> Human, absolutely human. I have human. so much to say. So much to say, guys. Hi, Bo. Okay. You know me and my notes. I'm going to the top because I have a lot to say. Um, <sighs> there's so many things that I felt like was so wrong. Right. Mind you, I actually saw a tweet like from Bravo Twitter that was saying that this show was actually meant to be nine episodes. So I'm guessing Mexico kind of made it go off the rails. Um, and obviously we never got the last two episodes, but like, I just think it's so sad. There's so many things that were wrong about this show, about this episode. I think it's really crazy to me that they can be a show, reality TV or not, and not a single character on that show comes off okay. Like everyone was wrong. Like PJ was the only person who was right. PJ, the two-year-old. Her ass was wrong, too. She should have ate that chicken. She should have ate that chicken. Her ass was wrong, too. Don't let me get her together. But she ate the chicken. She didn't eat the she ended up eating the chicken. But why the her ass was getting dehydrated and shit? She wrong, too. But this is the thing. Like, not a single person was... Like, everyone was wrong. Portia lies too much. Portia can be petty. On one end, Portia's not including Dennis in decisions. At the same time. She's not time, a good communicator. Yeah, she's not a good communicator. She's quite dismissive. She doesn't take accountability like for anything. Then you have Dennis, who also, you're petty, you poke the bear, you are visibly annoyed and upset. And I think, you know what? Let me make this make sense and write this in order. Say what I have to say in order of how it appeared on the episode, right? Um, I think, again, Londi, it's unfortunate the situation that she has with Portia because I still don't think she passes the vibe check. But like, as I always say, two things can be right. Somebody can be bad vibes, but at the same time, the way Portia treats her isn't nice and isn't the best. Um, I think that it, it becomes more and more evident that like maybe the way Londi acts is because she's yearning to be closer to Portia because in this episode, she finally revealed that. But I feel like we could be closer. Like, you know, you don't, it doesn't bother you that we're not so close and there was that whole exchange. 
Um, and I think that at first I was still quite annoyed because um, she was mentioning how she still felt like she said to Pusha that she felt like Storm was the, the cause of the situation where she still put the blame on Storm. And I'm like, it's still petty. It's still childish. Storm is not the issue. It was not the storm is not your problem here and unfortunately you're putting the blame on her she may be annoying she may be this she may be that but you just kind of find a scapegoat for your issues i mean it's really still annoying me that they want to put that on storm i also really don't like it like as much as somebody is a grown woman like storm is a grown woman but i don't like it when there's a situation where the the older people are kind of coming to a point where you're coming across as though you're bullying the younger person it's the good old tale with the kardashians and jordan like i mean that's a type of conversation but it's 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 the same thing like why are the older people doing that you know i feel like you're older you should know better all that stuff but anyway um i think yeah so the scene where obviously she mentioned that I feel, felt like it became very evident and clear that she's just kind of always wanted to be Portia to closer to Portia. And I don't know if the way she was acting was out of like spite or jealousy, but that's quite visible there. Um, Portia's a liar. And I hate to say this because like we all said, we came into the show as, you know, Pee Willy fans and stands, but like, it's crazy. Um, the fact that she said to Londi that she doesn't remember telling Dennis to fire her i remember writing down that anyone who would have been in a situation where you never would have done something when you hear something that's quite outrageous you'd be like yo what like i would never do that to you like why why would he say that like i would never ever do that to you instead and she didn't even think about it she didn't waste any time she said mm, i don't remember <laughs> i'm like yeah you did that guilty 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 <laughs> your honor guilty she did that shit um and i feel like one thing i did note though is that you know as much as Portia may have done that and dennis may not be lying about Portia having said that i do feel like it's a little bit alarming to me and i'm always going to keep circling back to this point that the dynamic of Portia's family and the way they are towards Dennis really shocks me because it just always seems like they're more on his side than hers. And don't get me wrong, Portia does a lot of mad things, a lot of foul things, but like, and fine, Dennis cracks jokes. He has a generally likable personality, but it, it's so weird to me. I can't imagine if I was the one in Portia's situation, like no matter how wrong I am, for my family to just kind of very blatantly be choosing that person's side i feel like um even when i was scrolling through bravo twitter and the hashtag so many people were even commenting the same thing like it's very evident that Portia's family loves dennis and it's like we saw it in the beginning of the season with um miss diane as well um Portia's mom and then still even on her dad's side it's the same thing but i'm even going back to londi the fact that dennis may not be lying but I think it's a bit alarming to me that she doesn't see that Dennis also isn't saying this with good intention. It's not like he genuinely cares about you and he's like, damn, da, da, da. at this point in time, when they did the tequila tasting, everyone was fed up with Portia. The fight had happened. Portia's not basically ordered everyone to not speak about it. Um, and like a tweet said on Bravo Twitter, it's a bit, it's looking a bit shaky because if it's now looking like if Dennis had obviously started this fight, chances are Portia wouldn't have wanted people to keep quiet about it. So it's not looking like it's more so on, you know, I'll go P. Willie, Storm, whoever, but it's looking less and less like it's Dennis. Cool. I'm not going to specifically 
will categorically be like, yes, it's Porsche, yes, it's Dennis. But nonetheless, at that time that they went to this tequila tasting, they were all very much, you know, not really happy with Porsche. So it seemed like, you know, it's a boxing bus, was bus. Everyone's taking their turns, saying what they feel, what they thought that was wrong that she did, et cetera, et cetera. And this is when Dennis then brings it up. Granted, Londi did pose the question first, but I also do think Londi shouldn't be so quick to think that Dennis has these genuine good intentions. He doesn't. He does want to stir the pot. He does want to rile people up a little bit. He does want to make Porsche look a certain kind of way because um, it's going to support his claims and everything he's been saying. Even if there is some truth and validity to everything he's saying, unfortunately, it's a very ugly way that he's chosen to try and show or try and prove his innocence or try and prove that he's not the only one at fault. Um, and I just wish more like Porsche's family and friends or employees like Lauren Dolby or whatever would kind of see that more. Um, so yeah, I, I, I feel like even him saying as a question to Londi, how come Porsche treats you so bad? Or pointing at that, she treats you so different from the rest. It's not coming from a good place. All of these concerns would have come up earlier when he was still with Porsche. Like, you know, I kind of feel like, you know, you get treated different. And even then, that's a conversation that would have been a conversation for him to have with Porsche. Like, you know, I feel like you treat London a little bit different. There's something going on than the third. And that's why last week I was saying to you, I know obviously Londi used to work for Dennis, but then it then makes it quite weird that like, is she more on Dennis's side because they have an understanding and the, uh, they worked together in the past or is it more Portia because it's your cousin, but obviously because she feels like she and Portia aren't close that she didn't feel like it makes more sense for her to be more loyal to Dennis. Like everything is, is kind of odd and up in the air. And this always will go back to the point I made that the family dynamics look wild like each person is looking like they have their own issue with one another which then begs the question did these people actually get along when the cameras are not rolling were these people hanging out or chilling when the cameras were not rolling um somebody even highlighted something that Portia said that she had made note that when her father passed away she obviously hung out less with her dad's side of the family obviously apart from Lauren so Again, it then maybe sheds more light on her relationship with Auntie Liz and her relationship with Londi. Like things were weird. And I did see a lot of people obviously kind of mention or say, oh, Portia's mad that Londi, who was in college, wasn't checking up on her, which was in an abusive relationship. But I do think people kind of took that out of context or misunderstood. Um, the way I understood it anyway was that Portia was trying to say, you kind of went there for me at that time. You were off in college at that time. You weren't really trying to mix with me. To me, you're also like Anana. I wasn't really trying to mix with you like that anyway. So naturally, we weren't really that close. And it's obviously going to be difficult because now I'm not even Porsche's age now or what she was at the time. She was going through the divorce of Cordell. But now me approaching 27, if one of my 20-year-old cousins kind of came, or let me even say 21 after you finished uni, and they came and now they're like, hey, let's build a friendship and how come we're not as close? It, I, I can't just snap and that's there. Even if it takes a few years, it's not going to be the same. Um, and I think Londi also needs to be fair and understand that Storm is from Portia's mom's side of the family, which Portia spent majority of her life and her time with. No matter how young she is, this girl was is as good as her little sister because she was there all the time. So it's not going to be the same. You guys didn't grow up around each other that much after Porsche's dad passed away you you know and especially I also think it's kind of weird to me that 
I'm not saying you have to pick a side, pick a side, but like if you're Portia's cousin and you're seemingly more so doing little things that kind of work in Dennis's favor and you have this sort of camaraderie or some sort of a friendship or whatever with, with Dennis, there's a conflict of interest. You're not going to be Portia's bestie. It's just not going to work. Whether that's right or wrong, that's a, a totally different story. At the end of the day, Storm and Portia already share a common disliking for Dennis. You're not going to come and say, Portia, how come we're not as close? Tomorrow you're stealing the robe for Dennis. The next day you and Dennis are having an ikikiki. It just doesn't make sense. And I need her to wake up and shine her eye that no matter what the circumstances are, you aren't going to be besties with Portia if this is how obviously you are moving. Um, that being said, though, I don't agree with how Portia obviously gaslit Londi. That was so horrible. Like, it wasn't nice. I for guys, if there's one thing I hate with people who gaslight other people, because she lost her shit and fine, maybe she it was the straw that brought the camp broke the camel's back back. Sorry, but you're not gonna loop, like blow your top, go into the back. You're saying this, and as much as the things she was saying, like you know, she's sick of her family, always wanting her to be there for them, but people don't do the same to her. It's a very valid thing to feel, but you can't blow your top. You go back, you see she's crying and then say, I'm not mad at you, but I would never do that to you. Uh, and then kind of change the whole conversation to about how loyal you are to her and how much you love her. And it's like, fine, you love her, but you still made her feel this way. Fine, you love her, but you are visibly angry or upset following the things that she said. You can't blow your top off like that. Then go back to the person and say, no, I'm not angry at you because that is gaslighting you. What is it that she wanted to feel in that moment? She's just seen you react that way. Of course, she's going to think that she's the problem. It doesn't make sense. And I don't think in that moment she validated her feelings. She gaslit her. She lost her shit. And then even when she came back, I felt like she noticed that she was crying. And instead of taking accountability of what she had done or how she made her feel, she, as usual, didn't do zero, didn't apologize, said I'm not angry at you, told her to stop crying, Lundy, stop it. You know I love you. And I just want to be here and love you. And wow, was that a monologue, friend? It was yes, like, like I really feel like you poured your heart. Uh, nah, that that actually, and you know me, guys, you know I'm not a Londi fan, but that was nasty. That was so nasty, of course. I think my takeaway from Londi and Portia's relationship is one, it's not a very healthy relationship. It's clear that a lot of boundaries have been crossed, especially in terms of I think the first red flag was that. Londi used to work for her well I actually used to work for Dennis and I think at least rather if she had worked for her I mean obviously Lauren and Portia didn't work out but still at least work for me you know we, we, we can try to separate business and pleasure or whatever but maybe that is what fostered this care or this whatever that there is between Dennis and Londi because really it's unhealthy and it doesn't make sense as to why that care or that level of love she has for him is still there how many honestly they haven't been broken up that long but you know however long Dennis and Portia have been broken up for so I mean in that regard I do I do feel more for Portia in that sense because she's kind of now being thrown under the bus because you're grabbing the robe for this man you're sticking up for him and it's not just you if it's you it's your mom I think Aunt Liz is her mom um it's you it's your mom it's everybody everybody's telling me how fix things with Dennis Dennis is this Dennis is this like 
and even before you bring into the equation that she's trying to introduce a new man to her family even if she had just broken up with Dennis and that was it it would still be triggering because like this man cheated on me what this was literally she said it herself she said this was the most traumatic period of my life this man was cheating on me while I was pregnant with his child like obviously it's her child too but at least that acknowledgement that that is Dennis's baby and Dennis is doing this to me knowing it's his baby like that's messed up um also I feel like maybe Londi just has this negative very negative perception of Storm because to try to make Storm the source of her problem is like girl quit playing like we really don't feel like it like how are you gonna sit there and blame Storm for you not being close to Portia is your relationship with Portia not in I mean maybe let's let, let me give her the benefit of the doubt maybe she doesn't feel her relationship with Portia is independent of her relationship with of Portia's relationship with Storm but I think if you are an adult and you are in an adult relationship with someone else well you're trying to maintain an adult relationship with someone else I do not think it's for you to kind of like say mm, I think it's because of this thing that you're not close with me because also she may love Storm but what could Storm say to make her not want to like get along with her own cousin like that's not Storm's cousin that's your cousin Portia so I think maybe she should have articulated it better but it just sounded dumb when I heard it because Storm ain't got nothing to do with that direct your anger at Portia address it there nip it in the bud decide what you're gonna do but whatever it is it has nothing to do with Storm Storm may be annoying Storm and her mama they annoy me don't get me wrong I find them annoying as well but it just kind of feels in fuels into the kind of ganging up that there is on Storm. I think Storm and her mom, it's easy to just kind of go, shut the fuck up, Storm. Like, it's so easy. I think it's probably, like, very easy to just sit there and cuss out Storm, cuss out her mom. It's like, yo, mama won in her life. Her mom was there screaming like an idiot at the watch. I'm sure it's probably easy, but it doesn't make it any right. You know what I'm saying? Um, And also, a point I noted is, Portia seemed to remember what was the straw that broke the camel's back when it came to firing Londie, the issue with the Chanel bag and how they got, like she got, she put baby oil in the bag or something like that. And then yeah, she, didn't, she didn't put the toiletries like in a plastic bag thing and then the oil spilled onto the lambskin Chanel bag. The way she kind of remembered that story, I was like, okay. Like if there was a bit too much detail in her story for me to genuinely believe Portia didn't remember asking Dennis to fire her to fire her especially because in the confession she's saying how she lost her her cool she lost her shit she's telling everyone you know get her out of here get her out of here but now when she's like I do remember she said I don't remember you remember no you do remember maybe you just don't want to take accountability but your ass do be remembering um and it harkens into all the other issues I have with Portia that Portia does not like to take accountability like Portia would rather sit there and eat her chicken in peace. <coughs> she would not like to just say, you know what, guys, I did you wrong. Or I shouldn't have done that. And I'm, so I'm sorry. Good. And I've learned my lesson. Honestly, even if she didn't say she learned her lesson, I'll try not to make sure this happens again. I'll try, huh? I'll try to make sure this doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I think I think those are mostly my thoughts about Londi. Um but yeah, should we move on to um, Dennis? I think, are we, are we doing a hit list? Like, 
We're just gonna <laughs> rat, 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 rat. Who's next? Uh, okay, um, we can go to. Dinner? You know what? I want to finish with Portia's family, and then we'll go Portia's to side of the family. Um, so who's that? Aunt Liz. Aunt Liz. Okay, I've done Londi. I think. Okay, I can do Lauren and Londi quickly because Lauren is not that much. I mean, okay. I've done Londi. I can do Lauren quickly. Let me do. Let me do Aunt Liz, and then I handle. Oh, I have some things to say about Aunt Liz. Go on. Siri. Anyways, <laughs> um, with Aunt Liz, I think I don't know if I don't even think this is specific to Aunt Liz, but I've noticed a pattern in the older women you're shown on the show, um, that they really do respect having a man, and I think it's probably an Atlanta thing because it even creeps into Real Housewives of Atlanta. So I'm dare I even say it's just an older woman problem, but the value that they place in having a man and in a man period is it's kind of concerning like and it makes me fear a bit for storm because i'm like storm girl like not even like obviously because she's queer but like and also obviously the straight women like obviously who are dating men but it's just like it's the wrong message to send in a family that seems to have quite a lot of women in it um well obviously i'm looking at the two sides together but if you just look at it as a whole there's a lot of women there and if the message you're sending is place your worth at having a man na, 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 it's a bit like because the way um even mama gina the way mama gina doesn't even want to talk about how her son did Portia dirty like regardless of how you feel about Portia or whatever he did Portia dirty even grandma i think grandma iona if i'm not wrong um there was someone who was saying they had a son who used to cheat and run around town and stuff and obviously this is not just from this episode it's just an observation that I'm seeing and also seeing um Aunt Liz with Dennis it just kind of it's not long it seems to me that it's no longer about the quality of man you are marrying the quality of man you're having a child with quality of even the men you're raising it's just oh no men are like that men cheat men do this you kind of just move on wipe your tears move on with life and I think watching you know obviously Portia's raising PJ and I'm thinking girl I hope you're teaching her better because the way Aunt Liz was able to just kind of embrace Dennis like Dennis doesn't seem to ever have to face the consequences of his actions um Mama Gina's like why are we talking about this in her little voice um Aunt Liz also is just now on his side seemingly she doesn't seem to have any smoke for him or the part him and his mama played in the events and don't get me wrong I was mad at Portia I like you can hold last week's recording to my to you can play it for me I was mad at Portia for her part in it but Dennis ain't no damn saint either Dennis and his <laughs> Dennis and his sluts and his mother you know you need to get it right and his bitch ass mama <laughs> If you put sluts and my mother in the same sentence, it's fine. You may not be talking about my mother, but no ways are you putting sluts and mother in the same sentence. No, we're fighting. Those are fighting words. Well, yes. The thing is, it's not just slut and mother. Imagine someone going saying your bitch ass mother. Him is slut and his bitch ass mama. Mama Gina, ah! gets, on, mama Gina gets on my nerves. Yo, that lady. Mm-mm. But anyway, she, go she on. knows how to dance on your last nerve, but that's, we, we'll get to her. Like, um, you don't, you just think you've had enough. She has something else to, yeah. And another thing. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. Just go home. Me. Go home. 
So um, it's just concerning to see how many women are willing to make excuses for them wait, wait, to wait, see wait. how many women are willing to make excuses for Dennis. I think the only person who doesn't seem to have made an excuse for Dennis was Portia's mother. But then again, she snitched and that was a bitch-ass move too. We were like, we're going to get into her too. She snitched and then she couldn't bug, knock if you bug. So she stayed away from the cast trip. That's cool, She's mama. We see, hmm. we see you. Hmm. We see you. Those are my thoughts on Aunt Liz. Uh, over to you, boo. Yeah, but Aunt Liz, and you know, it actually keeps blowing my mind. I think you saw me when I was tweeting from um, the account that everyone has now all of a sudden started painting on Liz as the saint and this like I get it maybe she's the reason hey and I'm like huh <laughs> and like you said there's so much that is like riddled in so much like patriarchy and misogyny that thing you're mentioning that you know the older members of the cast or older women of the cast seem to have this thing of um for example, Mama Gina doesn't want to take account or doesn't want to make her son take accountability, doesn't want to hold him up to any standards. At the end of the day, that's her baby. You're not going to say anything about him, regardless of what he does. It's alarming to me. Um, and Auntie Liz is no different. And I think that's what's really like sad. Like when you go to the hashtag, push is wrong. She's annoyed and pissed all of us off to the max. But we're not about to sit here and pretend like Dennis has not done the things that he's done. I feel like everyone has suddenly gotten this collective amnesia and like you said the fact that auntie liz is kind of like i even wrote this down that like it's quite alarming that you know auntie liz feels to uh, somewhat uplift dennis you know she's mentioning about how you know it's it's nice that he's such a good dad and that he's this and that he's that. Like, it's beautiful to see he's an amazing father. We're literally applauding fish for swimming. That is what Dennis is supposed to do. Good, bad, good relationship with, with you know, PJ's mom or not. That is what he's supposed to do. He's still supposed to show up for his child. And I just think it's quite, it paints this narrative that like, everyone needs to just shut up and be grateful that at least he's still here. At least he's still being a great dad to PJ. And it's misogynistic as, as fuck. Like, it's really annoying me that that's the route, um, <clears throat> pardon me, Auntie Liz decided to take. And even saying things like, you know, she doesn't blame him for what happened at Mexico. And I'm sure you saw as well some of the people now tweeting that, you know, the fact that Auntie Liz is kind of nervous, saying she doesn't blame Dennis, leads me to believe that, you know, Pusher and Storm were lying. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, and, um, um, no, I'm going to disagree with you there. I think, wasn't no, she but that, saying, I was reading, that's what the tweets were saying. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay. But I was going to say, wasn't, I... I, th- I took that shadily to begin with, but then I thought about it. She always said she didn't get why there were people she wasn't related to there. I think she was, I took it to mean that she meant the people she wasn't related to are the people who caused that fight. Like Portia's, that guy. And the assistant, the older assistant. And the the older assistant. assistant bringing up. That's that true. Thing. But like, I if didn't you take see, it to mean that. No, but my thing is, even in saying that though, if, you see, if she then says to Dennis, I don't blame you for what happened. You... Unfortunately, there were multiple parties that played a part. Portia played her part. Dom or Don played his part. 
Lauren C, the other system played a part. Dennis's mom played a part. Dennis played a part. Everybody played, Storm played a part. Like there's so many people that came and played a part in that fight. For her to say, I don't blame you. No, she could have said, I don't blame you for everything that went down, but at least try to hold him accountable for some of the part that he played. Maybe even if she mentioned, you know, we need to try this because she's this, you know, spiritual person and this, that, and the third, you know, she could have mentioned something about, you know, the way he responds, the way he reacts, the way he then ends up calling people out their names, saying this, saying that. She could have spoken on that, you know, saying, okay, it's not entirely your fault, but in terms of the things that you did, this is what maybe you could do better next time or maybe what you should try and avoid nothing and then she went on to applaud him for being a present dad what's what's happening and this goes back to what i was saying i just can't for the life of me understand pardon me what it is about like portia's family especially her dad's side of her family like we've seen it with londi we've seen it with even lauren her sister then now auntie liz this fine you like dennis but like where is this coming from and like you said it's it's quite sad that like a lot of it is kind of based on he was there or he was this or he was that like at least he's a good dad to pj it's weird to me it's weird as fuck to me like i said the tweets where now people are saying you know unless having no negative feelings towards dennis makes me think that he didn't do any of the things he was accused of during that fight and that's a very loaded statement you guys don't know how many times have we said with real housewives and all of these um, reality TV shows, it's a snippet. You don't see the full thing or the full shooting or the full taping of what would have happened that night. You can't, none of us can watch that, that episode and be like, okay, on my life, this and this and this and this is what happened. The only people that know what really happened are the people that were in Mexico. And for everyone to say, just because this woman is saying that, okay, that means he didn't put his hands on Storm. He didn't this. People were saying, you know, oh, Dom even went and co-signed this. Um, Dennis better sue Portia and Storm for defamation. All these things. And I just kind of want to circle back to the fact that everyone is still acting like Dennis didn't do the things that Dennis did. And it would be different if it was one time. It wasn't one time. It wasn't just one this. It's alarming to me that everyone has now gotten this collective amnesia this man cheated on his wife, his fiance, sorry, while she was pregnant with his child. She then went on to hire the woman he cheated with to work at his place of business for however long and claimed he didn't know because he wasn't involved in the hiring process. Excuse me. Then there were other multiple women. There were other multiple DMs. There were other multiple situations. There were multiple lies. How is it that all of a sudden everyone is now regarding this man as this noble human being and i get it he's funny at the beginning we all used to at the beginning of the show we're laughing at how you actually don't want to like him but you can't help it because he was so funny and you know the way he engages and interacts with people was funny he was generally likable but we're not about to sit here and pretend like he didn't do the things that he did and i think what people are somewhat forgetting is that it's okay to watch this show and say there are no right parties so i'm not on anyone's side because everyone was wrong Portia is not coming off well because she played a huge part in a lot that's going on. She doesn't take any accountability. She doesn't apologize. She lies about certain things. She, she's dismissive about certain things. She pretends not to see certain things when they're happening. It's fine to look at her and be like, hmm, you're not the person any of us thought you were. But that doesn't mean you have to turn around and be like, okay, I like Dennis now. No, like this person is still, he's still not okay in terms of the things that he did. Um, but anyway, we'll obviously get to Dennis further. But I think the last thing I'll say on Auntie Liz, one thing that for me solidifies her bad vibes 
is that actually it's two things she said something and she then said something that was similar to what Londi said at the beginning of the show Londi was referring to Portia's mom's side of family as country bumpkins in this they episode are they are though but it's still not a nice thing to say and I'll say it over and over again it doesn't matter if your mom's side of your family comes and speaks about that like your dad's side of the family whether you like them or not I feel like it's a clear sign of disrespect or disregard for you unless you know you felt like that side of your family let's say someone felt like their dad is a deadbeat they never grew up around that side fuck them all i hate them all and now their mom's side of the family is calling country bumpkins and they hate them fine because i probably share those exact same feelings towards you you're not about to speak about people that Portia very clearly loves and spent most of her life with she said she grew up mostly with her mom's side and not her dad's side if you're going to turn around and then call her family that you don't care about Portia. There is no, there's nothing anyone could say. Anyone in your life, your partner, friends, family, they can't speak like that about people you love and care about and then claim that they care about you because those are things that are going to hurt your feelings. Do you get what I'm saying? And that's why I'm like, it's a thing of principle. If somebody knows that saying that is going to hurt my feelings, you don't care about me. And it's fine. You can say all those things, but let's be women enough. Horny, I don't care. Let's, we're going we're gonna to call a spade a spade. If people are going to do that, at least be human enough or at least have the balls to say, yes, I did that. And I did that with my chest. People like Londia are going to call Portia's mom's side of the family country by kids. They'll be like, Portia, but why are we not so close? Why are you closer with Storm? Are you insane? And then the same Auntie Liz that's supposedly this lovely, respectable, noble human being is saying stuff like, oh, um, and she's saying this to Dennis. She, huh. Maybe, you know, if you got to know the real side of Portia's, you know, the real Hosea Williams family. It's rude. She, they all speak like they see Portia beneath, beneath them. And I think it's alarming because if you care about this person, you love them. Why are these the things that you have to say about it? And this goes back to what you were saying, where you were saying you kind of end up having more <clears throat> sympathy or empathy for Portia in the sense that fine, Lonely's crying. It's not to dismiss her feelings, but the family will have all these things to say about Portia and then turn around, jiggy, jiggy, my mom's side of family are country bumpkins. You are, you're saying, oh, the real Hosea Williams' family, not, you know, Portia's mom's side of family or what they have going on over there. It's so disrespectful. And again, <clears throat> what is this attachment you people have to Dennis? Until you said the same thing to Simon, where she was, again, kind of suggesting that over on this side, it's not like that. Why do you do that? Like, it's, it's, it's horrible. And I think I speak from the point where I have friends who you would have, like one of your parents then went on to either marry again or have other children elsewhere, right? Or with other people, other partners. And if you are treated like you don't belong or you're not that real family, it's so heartbreaking and it's so hurtful. The reality is Portia has spoken about it before. Obviously her dad then went on to be with, her dad then went on to be with Lauren's mom. He had Lauren, whatever. And for all these people to then stand there and be like, oh, this side, oh, the real Jose Williams family, that's gonna make her feel like she doesn't belong. Why would you say that? That's so horrible. And I think it's especially wrong to say that considering how open 
Portia has been about how her dad wasn't in her life and how after he married Lauren's mom, he she never really saw him. He was focused on starting his new family and that Lauren got the experience of being in a two-parent home, her dad, and not just being in a two-parent home, but also her dad being present in her life and that she would never want to deny, P- she has said she would never want to deny PJ of her father because she knows what it's like for your father to be somewhere else and you kind of just have to accept it that oh my dad you know is with his family he's not with me he's not raising me he's not doing things with me even though he's alive and well we live in the same city and everything so I think that comment really hurt me as well to hear her say that and I hope Portia called her out and because to say that that is dead wrong knowing why I am not a proper member of the family like you know why I'm like this like don't act like you you was this oh my gosh, I'm only hearing about this 30 years later. No, you watched it happen and you're okay with it. And now that it's coming to bite everybody in the ass, you're now saying, no, this is the real Jose Williams' family. It's so nasty. And I think as someone who's one of the matriarchs of the family, one would like to have thought, you're a lot wiser, you're a lot kinder. And throughout this whole season or the whole show, she was going on about this kumbaya, my lord, we need to come together, do better, the black family, love, peace. And he, all of that, for her to come and say those things, that's why I find it alarming that everybody on the internet, well, not everybody, but like these people on the internet, just they're like, oh, well, if Aunt Liz says this, then she must be right. I mean, Aunt Liz is the only sensible one or whatever. I thought that too, but hearing that, that honestly made me look at her like in a completely different light. It was so nasty. It was so horrible. And I also feel like <clears throat> the last thing I'll say on Aunt Liz is I found it to be a bit dismissive. And I'll say this because um, at the end, when Simon obviously went to the opening, right? To the whatever. And he, and this is the thing. I thought two ways about this. I thought like Simon's jumping the gun a little bit. Like, okay, this one I got here like the other day. So you might want to be a little bit careful about what you say and to who you say it to. Um, but at the end of the day, the other way I was looking at it is Simon is obviously the one who's with Porsche every day. We're going to then assume that this is the person that Porsche tells everything to and opens up to. And she, in my head, the logic is if, this, if, if he is that person to her, She's probably opened up to him about how she feels her family treats her, about how she feels these people do this, they do this, they tend to do this, they tend to do this, and it makes me feel like A, B, C, D. And so he's obviously expressing that, you know, you ought to treat her with a little bit more respect. And in her confessional, she's being so dismissive, like, how dare he? Why is he telling me this? We treat her with respect over here. You just need to worry about how you treat her. Da, 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 da. And I'm here like, but you guys don't. You sat, you sat there at, at breakfast with Dennis and said you wanted him to see the real Hosea Williams family. Londi is there calling her mom's side of the family country Bobkins. There is nothing respectful about any of it. Half of the time, even in Lauren's confessionals, and I touched on this, I think it was maybe the second episode of the show. I'm like, I get that, you know, Dennis is cool, likable, funny, they love him. But there's just something about, I can't imagine me being in Porsche's shoes and my sister sat in a confessional basically siding with Dennis and when we're face to face obviously in the tapings and the recordings was being shown she hasn't said any of these things to me what what's going on what's happening and then and the same breath Aunt Liz is gonna say we do treat her with respect and I found it quite sad because I don't know if it's again because 
I spoke about this before with Londi and how she feels like Storm is this little girl speaking with respect. I'm older than you. I watched you grow up. Da, 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 da. If it's the same thing with Aunt Liz, which obviously wouldn't be surprising. Aunt Liz is um, Londi's mom and stuff or her aunt, I don't know. But it clearly it's been passed down because Aunt Liz is here like, why Why is he speaking to me like that? I don't know if she feels like because she's Jose Williams' daughter. I don't know if she feels, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know where the, the sense of how dare you comes from whether it's an age thing or who she feels like she is it's nasty and I saw a lot of tweets saying that like how dare he how can he speak to the Hosea Williams's daughter like that da, da, da. it's alarming to me at the end of the day she's not really been treating Portia with respect and I just feel like don't be dismissive towards that because at the end of the day points were made true true um who's next on your list I think it's just Dennis. I don't care about nobody else, to be honest. Girl, you do Dennis first. I'll see if I have anything to add. Dennis is annoying to me. I just feel like at the end of the day, Dennis is still very clearly hung up on the situation. I can't categorically say he still likes Portia, was in love with Portia. I don't know if it's an ego thing, because I said to you, I think it was maybe episode one, where everyone was like, oh, it's still very clear that they want each other. I'm like, to me, in terms of Dennis, it's coming across as though it's an ego thing. You're upset that she's moved on. You're upset that things didn't go in your favor. You're upset that this time is the time she finally left. She left with somebody who obviously with clearly more money than you. So I don't know if it's an ego thing. I don't really think he still cares for Portia in that way. Um, at least not genuinely so. Um, we have already spoken about how Portia obviously is the way she is. She's done the things that she's done. But I felt like even in that last scene, you could see that when it said four months later, you can see that she's actually genuinely over this man. And I think that is genuinely rubbing him the wrong way. Granted, she's a horrible communicator. She's quite dismissive. She doesn't take accountability. So that doesn't make it any easier. I can imagine for Dennis, I, I can imagine if I was dealing with someone like that, I'd probably be quite irritable and annoyed as well. But I don't think the entirety of his issues or problem with Portia lie in the fact that she's all of these things in terms of she's she's a bad communicator or she's leaving me out of things i do think a lot of it is to do with him feeling a way about for example certain decisions being made and simon knows but he doesn't know which is valid because at the end of the day pj is dennis's child and not simon's child like the thing with the choosing schools thing i didn't find that quite nice where she didn't want to say um or she felt like she will kind of choose them and then maybe give him a short list or whatever um even when she didn't want to say exactly where they're moving to, like she didn't even want to say the area. Um, and I, I found that a bit odd. But um, at the end of the day, I think even in that scene when Portia was talking about the plan, the co-parenting plan, when she was like, okay, it's fine. Like, we'll do this, da 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 And he was like, yeah, and I'm gonna da 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 And she was like, okay, I'm, I'm nothing, no. I'm saying that's fine. I have no problem with that. And he kept going on and on about, oh yeah, no, but there was no question about whether, you have, whether you're okay with that, whatever he was saying. And it's like, bro, in this very moment, no one is actually fighting me. And I did personally also quite find the whole, fine, we'll go to the court thing as a threat because up until now, up until she said that, you didn't have, well, that thought didn't cross your mind or we can assume so. Maybe you did and he just didn't share. But it quite looked like you had an issue with the fact that she wasn't as bothered as you thought she would be. She's not going back and forth with you as she normally is. And now you wanted to use court as a threat. 
only for it to turn out that there's actually a lot that you don't pay for and fine you pay for her school but let's be honest when it comes to children school is not the only expense that they have so when you're not saying oh we'll see about the courts fine you want to talk about joint custody this is that and the third but you're so riled up you would think that you're going above and beyond Pusha even mentioned how he's not always around like a lot of the time he's not there and this even goes back to remember in Insecure when we we're commenting on Lawrence that obviously Lawrence was an actual deadbeat but like if you're not there you can't always expect people to include you in every single decision if you kind of feel like I'm doing this and I'm going to come here. That should be enough. Because Dennis is something that stuck out to me. He was like, I mean, I pay for a school. Okay, well, yeah, what else do she need? What else do she need? Why, why should it take Portia asking you for money for stuff for you to feel like, okay, let me actually put more money towards PJ? Why should you just feel like, well, I pay for school and if she needed anything else, Portia would say. Because at the end of the day, this isn't a case of can she afford it, can she not. Both of you can both afford it. Portia can afford to take care of PJ by herself. But at the end of the day, for someone who's so rah, rah, rah about joint custody, one would think that even financially you want to do more, but you don't. In terms of being physically there, you're not always around. Yes, you are present when you are in Atlanta, but if you're going to Detroit, if you're going here, if you're going away, you're not always around. So let's not let's not pretend like even though this hasn't gone to court, Pusha is not the main parent anyway, by virtue of you not always being around. Like, don't do that. Don't don't do that. That's why it was so crazy for me when like Bravo Twitter kind of like took his side and is like, oh, um, yeah, it just shows he's more present and. I saw someone said that Dennis and his mother basically have PJ for longer than Portia. And I'm thinking you guys have deluded yourself and you're now trying to find reasons to justify why you like Dennis. It's okay. If, if this show you watched it and Dennis came off the best, I agree. Dennis did come off the best out of everyone in the show. Dennis probably came off the best, but everyone came off bad. Like it's a thing that everyone came off bad. If that's your standard and you're going to stick there, that's fine. Just, I want you to look at the whole picture so for people to now come and say oh Portia couldn't even list all the things she does for um for PJ I don't think if you ask a true parent a parent who's there every day for their kids my cousin is a single mom uh, my mom was a single mom for like a lot of my like, like growing up so I don't think you could ask any of them and go oh um what do you do for the children? They will sit there and say, I bathe them, I this them, I this them. They're not going to answer the question because it's like, what are you actually asking? Like you who's not here, what are you asking me? You're asking me who's there when these kids are crying saying, oh, my dad, nee, nee, nee. you, you want to sit there and ask me that? And I thought that question was hella. It was loaded. It was disrespectful. It was not made. It was not a question done. Um, it wasn't done in good faith. There was a reason why he asked, he asked it to make her kind of seem like a bad parent. And I think there was an Instagram caption um, Portia put up a few weeks ago. I don't know if you saw it where Portia's like, she just shot a scene with Dennis where he was very disrespectful and he said some crazy things about her and questioning like what kind of a mother she is. And I think obviously we didn't see the whole argument, but clearly he brought into question the kind of mother she is and the things she does for PJ. And it's like, what? Like, who are you to ask that? Obviously, you're not in the grand scheme of things. Yes, maybe as a parent, you can question it. But I think you can only question it if you yourself are present for these children. Don't do it from a point of spite or do it to try to prove some dead point. 
So I thought that was hella wrong. In that sit down, Portia was difficult to communicate with. Portia was not, it's what like what Londi said. I think the recurring theme for me during this episode was what Londi said. And she said, um, Portia doesn't communicate to like to hear you. She just does it so she has something to respond to. Respond. She listens to respond, not yeah, to hear. And that's exactly what she did in her argument with Londi. It's exactly what she did in her argument with Dennis. But I think we're not giving Portia some of the benefit of the doubt that Dennis was moving hella disrespectful. And in addition to that, the thing about Portia, I mean, it was weird Portia saying they're now moving to a brother-sister relationship, but Dennis's reaction to that was not on some, that's weird, like we used to be, like you can't ask me that, we used to be, his more, was more along the lines of seeing that Portia's coochie is close to him, like that's the vibe I was getting, that you are never going to ever have the chance. That guy was mad. He was, he was hella mad. And from that point, that's when everything, his whole mood switched. He started taking shots. He started getting personal. He started bringing up the lawyers. And that is, if I'm not wrong, a bit of an abusive mechanism, like that he didn't get his way. Now he's throwing all the toys out the pram. No one's going to play. I'm angry. So we're all going to be angry. Like I'm going to burn this house down while we're all in it. And I don't care what anybody has to say. So yes, I'm still going to stick to it. Dennis came off the best out of everybody on the show, but everybody on the show seems crazy like everybody on the show the show was able to highlight the worst of everyone maybe not simon actually let me let me not let me not lie simon didn't come off i think actually he was he was fine um he did he did seem to be very much over fallen and just wanted to move on i do wish there was a bit more single period but you know if he feels like he's ready to jump in with one you heard what he said he said i would do it the same motherfucking way (laughs) yeah he was he was do you know what over (laughs) over um, but i think also another thing this this episode has highlighted is the similarities between portia and fallon um and how they're very temperamental they have a weird relationship with the truth i'm not gonna say they're liars i don't know them to be liars but they're not very good friends with the truth um they are kind of to some extent broken and i think Portia's relationship with men there is something missing there and I don't know if she's talked to someone about it or whatever but I do think maybe the absence of her father has led to you know her seeking love in certain places kind of like how we can see Kenya's what happened with Kenya and her mom results in her yearning after men who don't want her Portia has her thing I'm not sure what it is Portia and her dad is there's a thing there um but yeah that's it from me on Portia's family matters. I'm glad it is over because Mass is looking crazy. I need her to take a break off of reality TV for at least a year. We'll have her back on Atlanta next season. I agree. She needs, she just needs, she needs to sit the next year out. Child. It's, it's, it's three much, baby. Um, but on to Bravo, Real Housewives of Miami. What are you saying? What are you telling me? aka the most extravagant wives like listen i watch beverly hills yeah and beverly hills yeah we could argue i think beverly hills has probably had the richest cast members but even they well maybe old beverly hills they used to like do up nice nice events but now i miami over to in one episode Sha, in one episode miami just out it outdid them how are you out the water 
how are you dropping 50k per night and i know the asses didn't stay one night i know they didn't stay one night so it's telling me that bravo said budget what's a budget um okay. the luxury the opulence the private jet to go eat a meal i mean i hate private jets don't get me wrong honestly i think it's probably like an alia thing but like i don't like private jets i'm not interested in going on a private jet i think it would be a cute thing like oh my gosh i was on a private jet but i don't think on it i'd be a very nice person i think i'd be very <laughs> irate i'd be very loud i'd probably have to take like a xanax honestly you'd have to give me a xanax <laughs> and then i'd have to be like medicated the whole time just like Oh, this is fine. Wake me up when, when I get there. Make me up when we get. It would literally be for ease of getting in and out. We don't have to. We leave when everybody's ready. We don't have to like run for the thing. But I'm not a private jet person. But I love that for them. And yeah, Queen Lisa was center spotlight. You know me. Beep, beep, beep. I love Lisa. So I love seeing her in her element hosting kissing julia well basically but they're gonna kiss at some point in the season but you know it was i really did enjoy this episode um i don't know about you what did you have, think about the extravagance of it all because that's what i think stood up most about this episode i was like even those that have had money before have never had money like this never had money like this from when she was walking around the condo and she asked the the realtor like oh wait um this supposedly like the i don't know if she said the biggest condo or the largest or the whatever something to do with like the largest or the you know the highest condo and i don't know if it was like in all of miami or like in all of whatever coast they're on i was already like hmm. then she said um, oh wait, how much am I paying for this tonight? He said 50k. I said, hmm, say no more. As she was walking around the place, I said, yeah, yeah. As they pan onto the personalized Moetta Chandon bosses, I say, yeah, yeah. I said, mm, sorry, 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 sorry. When on they're on Atlanta and they cussing each other about who was a better host. <laughs> They would come to your events and your motives and trips and call it ghetto, ghetto. And it's not even a Miami thing. Like you said, in Beverly Hills, then, I mean, it's not a Latin thing. Like you said, Beverly Hills, same thing. All the other, even Salt Lake City, that one is even in the dust. When I saw the reunion looks, I said, what is, how, no, how can Giselle's reunion looks be better than yours? I'm telling you guys, I have, so... Um, Martina and I, we talk about reunion looks a lot because yeah. Martina's into fashion and everything. Um, there was this one reunion, this one Potomac reunion, the one where um, Monique was pregnant, I think, with the girl, not the not this new pregnancy, the girl. And then she had like something, there was a cut out by her stomach. And then she had like some weird hairstyle. Candace had the bright yellow thing and the big hair. Do you remember that reunion? I think Karen wore I don't remember what Karen wore but they all look crazy that's what I remember they all look crazy and in my opinion I was like oh no that's the worst um reunion looks I've ever seen Real Housewives of Salt Lake City said ah, 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 just wait a minute wait a minute and they gave us like I mean there were two palatable looks two palatable looks um the 
the bigger lady um as well as the green there was a green thingy with her sleeve mm-hmm. um i didn't mind those they weren't nice but they were i could was a bit find someone to wear that to a reunion mm-hmm. but your big bird there was big bird big was bird no that one shocked me the that one dress. there was the chandelier on the boobs oh that was a hot ass mess I'm looking at this one with the fluffy sleeves. Then there's the purple with the feathers here. Like, who? why would you, why? Right. I wonder what Mary would have worn if she actually went. My, my Queen Mary, uh, Queen Mary would have dripped down. I know my queen. I have faith, I have hope. In or her. maybe their theme is jewel tones. I just thought about it. Could be, but they looked a hot ass mess. They still looked a hot mess. Don't get me wrong. A hot ass mess. But yeah, just going back to Miami, like you said, I agree. I just thought like it was just giving opulence. Like that's that's really the word that that rolls out opulence. I won't even say luxury opulence. Um, I loved it. I also love seeing more of Lisa, and it's funny because I was replaying. I think last week's episode. Well, the one before, when we're speaking about Lisa and we're like, you know, at that time, I think you were saying how, you know, sometimes you do need that cast member who maybe isn't always in the mix, but, um, you know, when they show up, when they come to work, they, 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 they're busy, they do what they need to do, and they call it a day, they sign out. Um, but now we're getting to see, I feel like, more and more and more of her as an individual, and it's not just a showing up to work kind of thing it's now just in general like her as a character as a cast member you know she just shines brighter and brighter each time and there's nothing I love more than someone who's good vibes with a little bit of you know sass a little bit of pizzazz something a little bit controversial I mean we saw Adriana trying to pipe up but um you know I just I love Lisa like I love Lisa that that's that's the tweet. I love Lisa. <laughs> okay. Um, but talk to me about the episode. Do you have like a scene by scene breakdown? How you want to do this? How you want to get into this? I just want us to chop into it very quickly. Adriana and Lisa's, not Lisa, Adriana and Julia. They're meeting. They're meeting. They're meeting. At this point, not, not a single one of you, not you, not Bravo Twitter, I'm going to come out and say it outlandishly. Those people, it's either they're shooting or they're shmeeted and Adriana remember, Kosti. Remember how we've been screaming and yelling about Giselle and Robin? Nah, no, this, this is who we need. This, this, one. This, is who, this is who we think Giselle and Robin are. This is proof. Like, we have proof <laughs> that these women are rubbing coochies on each other. <laughs> like, they are just... Like, it's so... It's just... It's so inappropriate. And even you see in the confessional how Julia kind of goes oh, they kind of look at me because I'm bi, they assume, thing, 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 thing. And I'm like, it's not because you're bi, babe. They see how you are with it. Like, I, I hear, I heard her argument. I Like, I could get how people, you know, do kind of fetishize bi people and think, oh, you're bi, I should kind of hook up with you. Like, that's everything. But the way she acts with Adriana is probably what's pushing them more. I think maybe they would have acted a lot like this had she not been like this. But her relationship with Adriana shows that ah, clearly your your Martina doesn't mind when people try to move to you or kiss you or what or ask for a foot massage, and you don't mind either. So it's like, what's the big issue? It's it's baffling to me how 
Julia thinks this makes sense. And she's like, oh, I'm flirty. You see people who say I'm flirty. Liar, liar, loser. You're a whore. 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 You, like, listen, (laughs) I know we say bi people get painted as whores. No, that is the whore in question. Julia. (laughs) Is the whore we are talking about. Mm -mm. And you know what the thing is? I feel like Martina's going to watch this season. And she's, her joy is going to drop because we actually saw at, at, at Julia's birthday, she was very unhappy about the massage thing. If she thinks that's the most of her problems, she ain't seen nothing. And what's yet. worse is she doesn't seem to like Adrian. At least if she liked Adrian, it would be another thing. But she also doesn't like Adrian. And you can see where this dislike comes from. I don't think it's a thing of maybe this babe is just... I think she can see what's going on. Obviously, she probably also can tell that Adriana's vibes are all the way off. But like she, like you said, when you already don't like the person and now watching this play out, hmm, if I were her, I'd shine my eye because it's actually not okay. Um, from the beginning when um, she was annoyed at Lisa's answer about the fetish, and she was like, first of all, that's not a fetish. And even if it was a person, don't choose my person. I said. Some say what now? I thought that was your friend. That's your person now? That's your person now. Then even when Lisa and Julia lips, she lost her mind. Everything about you traitor. You use tongues. You traitor. And everyone said, everyone said you raggedy bitch. <laughs> Nah, guys, Julie, I mean, Adriana was vexed. Even as um, they asked Julia, would she ever cheat or would she ever whatever? And she gave this little speech about how Martina this, Martina that, when she left the Soviet reunion. Girl, but that, babe. Um, and she was in the, if you saw Adriana, I want you to go back to that episode and, and watch when the camera passed to Adriana's face. Adriana looks annoyed. Listening to this tale about how she will never cheat and never leave Martina. And Adriana looks, <laughs> yeah, she looks upset. That's why I was like, you know what? There's not a single person on this planet, not even Adriana and Julia, live in the flesh themselves, could ever convince me that they are not or did not at a point bump coochies. Because everyone's confessionals, even in that scene. Traitor. How is she a traitor? How? And she said, I saw you. You used tongues. I said, hey, hey, <laughs> this is really escalating. Um, yeah, I think that was a lot of the meat of the episode. Um, the, 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 the beautiful penthouse, you know, the times they were going out. I really do wish we got to see more of um, Kiki because clearly, because Marisol is a friend. And Marisol's damn near in every episode. Adriana is a friend, damn near in every episode. So I don't, I feel like obviously because they were main cast members, maybe that's why they're showing a lot more of them. But Kiki has a, I was surprised Kiki has a kid. The kid is mixed race. So I'm like, Kiki, where are your white man? I want to see the white man. Like, I, I know, I know he's either rich or he's very handsome. Like something, I know there's something to him. They're not together anymore. Hey, boo. Yeah, like I went doing some research. It's been a while, I think. Like it's been a while. I think they were engaged. I think they were engaged and then they separated. The baby's like two years old. What do you mean? How? Yeah, people can break up. Here's PJ. There's PJ. I get it. Two years old. Oh, shame. 
but you know mm-hmm. life happens but i do want to know more about kiki's life was she a model because clearly she, she was miss haiti but i just can't seem to find what year she won but she was miss haiti Girl, what you gonna do with the year i just would like to know like oh my gosh what year was it Da-da-da. like just As to know but she was like, oh my gosh so that was after miss 95 oh my gosh like in my head right because i was trying to basically figure out the timelines because obviously a lot of people who come from haiti to america have been there for like a while then other yeah. people did obviously come after i think it was the earthquake was it tsunami was it an earthquake no the hurricane sorry the hurricane that happened in no, haiti. was an earthquake babe was it an earthquake 10 was an earth the thing that like um yeah 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 what's gertie the thing gertie's brother gertie's brother yeah but i remember obviously that was a whole thing like in high school and stuff right, right. so in my head bro like, i don't know how i remember it but like i think i think earthquakes were just like because that and the earthquake in japan were two things that i'll just never yeah. forget i i would remember i was in high school i was pretty young i just will never forget i think we did something i think we had like a drive no i feel like we had like i don't a- know because i wasn't at your school at the time oh was- no you weren't there I yet was- i wasn't had- there yet. but i remember for us we didn't do anything it was just we like had like a, an assembly a- just a our hearts out to or our prayers out to and i remember at that time that was when a lot of us were well, especially 2010 with heidi a lot of us were just like joining twitter for the first time and tumblr so a lot of the stuff on the internet was very much like and we had started watching youtube like the year before 2009 when it was still like kind of newish well at that point it wasn't as new but yeah youtube and daily motion and stuff and we used to see a whole bunch of stuff and it was like oh my gosh because i mean for us obviously in southern africa all these things always seem like they're a lifetime away like you hear about these things on the news i remember it's the same as when they had h1n1 the flu and the time it was ebola it was like oh we're in west africa like these things always seem like they were far away like a different lifetime away but yeah that's the only reason i was trying to find out about the date but i do agree though like to a point that it would be nice if we actually saw more of her because we want to know more um did you say that marisol is a friend yeah i never realized that and now i'm not i'm not that mad at it because i'd actually written down in my notes and i tweeted this the other day when i was watching that marisol gives me robin dixon energy like her whole storyline is honestly just alexia and maybe a couple of side commentary and confessionals here or there but that is that is it um and now that you mentioned that she's a friend i guess i can't really be mad at it because if she's a friend of the show and her main friend is alexia it's also going to be that way but it kind of was if they did it to robin i wouldn't it wouldn't yeah we wouldn't mind as much because at least it's like you're not a main cast member because this whole time i was like but marisol like just taking up space as in like can we have more like is there anything else but anyway if she's a friend let me talk with you as you were go on with your bad self go on with your bad self um I think I was going to say this, and I don't know if you agree, that the Alexia and Gertie situation, like with the wedding and whatever, to me, um, another thing that stood out to me was just, it's probably, it probably highlighted probably why it's not always the wisest, pardon me, to work with your friends who always hire out their services. Not even that anyone is bad or unprofessional or whatever, but like me, Seth, right? You're my friend. I've hired you, especially something as serious as planning my wedding, right? If I went to a motive, right, 
and or let's say we're both going to a motive or even if I go to a motive and I bump into you me let's say I'm the bride I probably wouldn't be able to help myself and I'd probably want to ask questions but at, pro- at some point I'm probably going to talk about it because as I'm with my friends I'm probably they're probably asking me how's the planning going I'm like oh this is what's happening and then you're there I might be like oh Kante, by the way what's the deal here with this that, that like I might just not be able to help myself or I might have questions where I felt like hey kind of we didn't get to go this in our meeting like da, da, da. so I see how that might happen so I get where Alexa comes from at the same time also as gravy I might also not be like dang yo like if I'm a planner I just want to go somewhere and have a drink and enjoy it like I'm not these are out of office hours I don't want to deal with this right now but at the same time you're my friend or you are you know we are acquainted with one another we're in the same circle so I can't air you I can't be like listen don't ask me this right now but I can only imagine how frustrating it must be because for most events that they're gonna go to you're gonna be at the same places and it's like unavoidable so it keeps coming up even in times where it's not supposed to come up and I think just watching the whole dynamics her having to break down the news about the venue and having to this having to that it just must be so stressful for both parties um and yeah I just felt like hmm, I I really felt like this is probably why and it's unfortunate because obviously Grady's really good at what she does um even when I looked her up and saw the different things that she's really amazing at what she does but he I don't know if I could really be in that situation where like my friend is my planner because yeah no one things I'm not happy with things are we now going to be tussling about it then now is our friendship on the line or am I now looking at you sideways or why am I like okay but you know my friend is taking too long with this what da 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 it all just seems very overwhelming for both sides that I'm like, mm, I don't feel like that could be me. And I also question how healthy it might be. Um, yeah, even speaking of Alexia, I think it's quite sad that so much seems to again be happening. Like, yo, the girl cannot catch a break. If it's not the venue- You really can't. Not, yo, it's not taught threatening that, yay, if you don't sort this out, we're looping. We're getting married next week. Like, ah. <laughs> she can't catch a break i was gonna say also the dynamics of gertie being a black woman and um alexia being um she's not she's a white woman uh (laughs) those dynamics do play and every time i find myself nervous every time they discuss like the wedding i'm like oh it's like it's coming it's coming like and i think that's one thing like I love my I love my peoples, but sometimes I just wish we didn't have mixed like mixed race. You know what I mean? Mixed like mixing the races cast because when you have that, there's always that element that oh, are they gonna treat this cast member different because they're black? No, 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 no. And I feel like it comes up with Love Island. It comes up with so many different reality TV shows that I'm just like, oh my gosh, I cannot do this because it it gives me anxiety. I'm I am anxious for the characters. So every time they do have a discussion with Gertie and even Kiki, obviously, and I think, I think Kiki's darker than, well, whoever's darker, like they are not, they are not, you know, light-skinned black women. They are dark-skinned, tall, loud black women, um, dark-skinned adjacent, at least, if not dark-skinned, um, how like they are taken by the rest of the groups. Cause I think, I don't know if there have been racism or allegations on this cast. I doubt cause they are on the cast currently. Hello, Adriana. Oh, no, you mean as, as in like to one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As in like, and even before this season was filmed. But like, I don't think there have been. But 
I worry, like, obviously, they had to diversify the cast because before it was just, it was, because, like, I remember, you know how, how in Three Houses, there's always two teams. So it was, one was the gringas, so, like, the, the white people, because, you know, and then there was the Latinas, I think, um, like, the Cubans, the Brazilians, the, like, Adriana, Alexia, Marisol, like, that side, they had one side, and then Lisa was on the other side, and all the people couldn't speak Spanish. So I think those dynamics really do play. And also in her being her wedding planner, I worry that yo, they're gonna say they're gonna treat her like the help. Like even when um Gertie was taking pictures of Lisa, I'm like, oh, they got my sister taking pictures like the help. And then I'm like, you know what? Whatever, you know, we are they are they are their friends, friends can take like I have to bring myself down and go, okay, it's not that deep. They're doing a normal thing, it's not racist, you know what I'm saying? And I think I agree because it's even worse in Gertie's case where we've seen in different circumstances where it's kind of looked like the race dynamics have already played a part. Like we spoke last week about how, oh, she has this loud personality and this, she's so this and she's so that, whatever the hell that means. What do you mean by that, Adrian? Because you guys aren't saying that about um, Alexia, you guys aren't saying that about... Um, anybody when they get loud like lisa said my non-racist queen lisa raised we would all do that like so what is happening here um i mean even so last week you know um alexa even admitted a confessional that she had heard gertie but she just was i guess not trying to be in it even though we knew she was basically choosing adriana's side and i i totally agree like i also thought that I also watch the scenes about the wedding and think, hmm, is somebody going to say something a bit really off, a bit microaggressive? Because there was that one scene where Marisol was like, oh, but you have Gertie. And you see Alexia like, hmm, <laughs> kind of pull a face. So you're like, mm. I also feel like you're watching like while clutching your pearls because you're like, this is it, this is it. <laughs> okay, here it comes, here it comes. Here we go, here we go. Um, and yeah, that is quite unfortunate about like the mixing or having a, a diverse cast because we saw it with Garcelle with the microaggressions and sometimes the white women on the cast genuinely don't see that they are being microaggressive, but that's not enough. Like even if somebody doesn't see it, it's still going to have an effect and an impact on the person you are being microaggressive towards and racist towards. So yeah, I agree. It's, it's quite like like nerve-wracking watching but hopefully that that point never comes because hey and but it always comes up friend you know it always <laughs> comes up like i don't know why you're acting like you don't know i just want to be so hopeful but sometimes you can literally see especially adriana and alex even marisol adriana alex and marisol you can see it in their faces i sometimes think alexia is better at hiding it alexia is better at hiding it but then anyway kiki's a good black so let me know. I, That's I the thing. Kiki's a good That's one. That's the thing, because like, and the thing is, Kiki genuinely gets along with everyone, but I also feel like it's due to her not saying a lot. Like if Kiki never showed up to something like this past episode, you don't actually really miss her. It's only because you and I genuinely have an interest in her life. In her and then seeing more of her. But in terms of the cast dynamics, it doesn't actually make much of a difference. And that's why she's actually able to get along with everybody because she's genuinely like, mm, um, she's, she's not into deep one drama. Anyone. Yeah, she's not into deep with anyone for it to then have an effect but on who's her. Who brings her? Like, you know how Alexia. Yes, in episode one, they said it was Gertie. But who brings I haven't seen it. 
I haven't seen her chilling girly once. It seemed like it was Nicole at some point. I was like, huh? It's not it's clear. I did, one time it was Adriana when they now went she's to Now she's still with Lassa. And she went, I think she, she's gonna... Oh, and then she went to do Lassa's um, Lassa Marie thing I think again. I the Marlo. Remember, Marlo's, Marlo was... Nini, Marlo wasn't even... Marlo was brought on by Sheree or Phaedra. Then she became Nini's friend. Then she became Kenya's friend. Then she became Nini's friend again. Then she became like you know Marlon. Cynthia at a point there was a time she ah, and Cynthia, Cynthia and Marlon did not fuck with each other. There's a time they went to lunch together. I won't forget it. This is a, at like at the beginning ish of Cynthia and Nini not being friends. And I remember Cynthia being out with Marlon, and being like, well, me being like, hmm, Cynthia and Marlon, interesting. But, but shortly that was short lived as fuck. Like shortly after they were back at it. But I think Kiki could possibly be the Marlon of Miami. Just a more quiet one. Because Kanamara will say anything that comes to Unfortunately. I mean, fortunately. <laughs> not unfortunately. Fortunately. But I also do think it might not work in her favor because I feel like for the majority of the people, she's going to be quite forgettable. Remember how with Potomac, people felt that way about um Ascala, even though she... And Ascala even I didn't. spoke way more. Obviously, we didn't. But I do... I oh, no, but Mia, re- Mia read her. I, will, I want to take this <laughs> moment to say Mia read her. When she said, they brought her out for two minutes for 10 minutes the thing is i was so mad at mia but she didn't lie <laughs> they brought her out for 10 minutes to take her pictures and do all that for 10 minutes and they sent her back anyway mia's out of here so that's fine i hope mia's not going mind. anywhere y'all need to leave the boss you want to see a boss no the boss said she doesn't want to come back again those were that's what she was focus, saying. You guys, you guys have focused your attention. We've divided our attention between Candace, Mia, and Robin. Robin <laughs> is the problem. Let's focus on we'll do next season. We'll get rid of Mia or Candace. Oh, but how many, right how many, how many times am I always telling you two things can be right at the same time? Robin no, needs to be the Robin needs to be demoted to friend, and Mia needs to hit the road, Jack. That's it. No, no, no. You have um, you have it wrong. <laughs> But anyway, this ain't a Potomac episode. Um, um, back to Miami. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I have much else to say about... I don't think I have much else to say about Miami, to be honest with you. Um, it was a good episode. Um, I think I was also just a little bit annoyed by Adriana doing this whole... I'm not going to engage with Gurney. Like, Miss like, Wombos, you're the one who is in the wrong. Like, what do you mean? You're making it seem like... <laughs> you're doing the only engaging you should be doing is apologizing that's, <laughs> like, what, that, like, that's what you need to be doing um yeah but that's about it that, that that was it for miami good episode love the opulence love the vibes interested to see what happens next um yeah and this, did you hear adriana actually try to pipe up at our queen visa about you're married with kids. I'm like, you, this baby was big mad about that kiss. Hi, Bo. Like, what does a small mba, mba, like, what does that have to do with anything? What does that have to do with anything? Like, I think she would have grasped at anything to justify why she was mad. Anything, but Adriana crazy ass. We'll, 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 we'll meet her again next week. We'll, we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Um, on to ladies who list. <laughs> okay before we even get into it after this episode how are you feeling about it thus far because i remember last week you were like mm, nah i feel better about it definitely i do think 
the reason why setting sunset probably works better is because there's fewer people one so it's easier to keep track of who's who um and also but are there fewer people it feels oh wait there's only six no i'm telling you it feels like there's 12 people (laughs) on this cast but you know why it's because they're black so sometimes because everyone is very loud and like not loud, but everyone is very present. No one is like hiding in the shadows. Whereas the selling sentence, you have a man who might not say anything. You have Heather who's a bit of a punk, so I she might not shocked. say anything all the time. Yes. You have Davina who Yes, that's how I was like, babes, no. I honestly thought they were like eight to ten. <laughs> I think they look they don't look the same. Obviously, okay, Robin, I could tell the girl who robbed Crystal, um the one who what was her storyline anyway we'll get into it but I don't know maybe like I really just every time I looked I'm like what it feels like there's a lot more people on this cast than there are or maybe there's just the dynamics they've jumped in head first and they're like and it's you and kiwi kiwi cuts like they want you to like 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 more people than they are or maybe I'm overwhelmed by the different interactions people have and the ways in which they all kind of relate to each other. I think it overwhelms me, but this was a much better episode. Um, a lot of the opinions I had from last week are not different to the ones I had this week. And I would like to put it on the record. Anisu, I think you have something to say to me. I have nothing to say. Uh, Anisu, I always say when Anisu, I always say when I'm right, when you're right. Anisu. Last week you were telling me I'm running out of opportunities. I tell you all the time. And when you're t- I actually tell you all the I time. Not, I can announce it myself. I can announce it myself. Anyway, guys, <laughs> Leah was right last week. Okay, especially about Robin specifically. She I mean, I don't think last week I disagreed. I just think last week I gave her a lot more grace and you gave, you gave her you gave her a pass in that situation yeah last week i but, tried to be like, mm, maybe it's because of crystal and mm-hmm. the my thing was, even this week and as much as crystal snacks i was still like hi crystal was snacks but it's it's kind of like with Kosha, at some point you can't keep blaming other people yeah it's, you can't keep blaming other people yeah your, it's happening. your reaction to these people that becomes the issue yeah but over to you boo. what do you say um <laughs> I also enjoyed the episode. Um, there was a tweet I saw, and I obviously was tweeting from our account today, and I was agreeing with it. Um, and they were highlighting the fact that, you know, with um, with what's this? With ladies who um, list right, um, is it's the mere fact that like you know, they take their time. At this point, they're taking their time in terms of introducing the cast to the audience like they're letting the audience get to know each person so the storylines aren't rushed i really like that for example we had a day with tiffany now nah, they no they're, they're actually giving us time with tiffany i got we, over i think uh, i got over, I, what i get overwhelmed by is the different relationships everybody has i get what you mean about everybody having their own episode but if episode two you're telling me like i said Leo, it's just too much to keep up with i think if they focus on maybe two, th- think about selling Tampa. Selling Tampa, you quickly understood that Anne Sophia and Colony were friends. You quick like they eased you into like from the first episode, first episode, mm-hmm. second episode, they show you Anne Sophia, Colony, friend, 
Sophia Kong friends. Like you quickly. But I think they did that because with this one, episode one, they, I mean, they don't act like friends, but they told us from the get go, Crystal and Robin, friends. This episode, they told us Tiana, Tiffany, friends. Tiana and Tiffany have worked with Kira, but either way, we get the main essence that Tiana and Tiffany are the ones who are friends. That's why they went on the double date with their husbands. Kira, don't do that. Sorry, you need to pay attention when you're watching. Tomato, it's tomato, tomato. <laughs> it's actually not even that overwhelming when you really think about it. I think it's either at this point in time, maybe, you know, when you're watching a show that you're already on the fence about, I think maybe that's why it feels like you're overstimulated because you're already like using everything in you to pay attention and keep focusing. That's probably why you feel like it's overwhelming. But it's, I think in terms of the, what I was saying, and I even saw people obviously tweeting about this, is that they are giving you time to get to know each cast member. I don't remember, especially in selling Tampa, getting to know the individuals as well as they've shown us now. For example, Colony, we knew that she was a top selling agent, but what about Colony? Like, what about Colony's story? She shed light a little bit about what she wanted to do. And then her dad one day told her to go into real estate. Oh, real estate. And then that was it. That's, that was it. In selling Tampa, the people we got the most of, for example, are Sherelle. We got a lot of Joanna. Not much on Colony, not much on Anne Sophie. We got a lot of, what was the name? Riva? The girl with the short hair, the blonde hair, the lady. Anyway, that lady from Selling Tampa. We didn't get anything on, oh, and we got a little bit about Alexis um, and Carla a bit. But that's it. We didn't get um, anything on Anne Sophie. We didn't get anything on Colony. We didn't get anything on Tennille. So I think the argument then is there is then that what kind of reality well, what kind of real estate show do you want to watch? Do you want to watch about the person, one that's more in the personal lives or one that's more in the houses? And I think maybe it's a preference thing, but I am more, I lean more towards the real estate than their personal lives. So this feels like the lean is a bit, like, it's like me. But I-, I think it's easing into it because even with that argument, Tampa gave neither properly. So you didn't get much of them personally. The house okay, is going no. Wait. Okay, this episode, I didn't see a house. This I saw like there was a split second where they. Yeah, there was a split second, and I can, I can, I can honestly. This episode did not have real estate. That's Tampa. If you look at the entirety of a season, no, 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 no. entirety of a season. No, and every episode there was a project, a development. Every like maybe it wasn't a house, but there was that time they went to see the land. I don't think they showed a house that episode. Like. I honestly, you are the cat. Anyway, we're comparing. It's unfair <laughs> because we're comparing two episodes. To yeah, a whole yeah. But to a whole season, my point, and even then, one is like you were saying last week. The way Netflix would do a show is not the same that the Oprah Winfrey Network is going to do one as well. So and my point be- is preference. I think it's just probably a preference thing for me that yeah. I don't really care about. Like, I like I don't know. Maybe I do care about personal lives and I'm just not invested in these ladies' personal lives. That's what I think it is. Because even if you look at Sunset, they give us a lot about those ladies' personal Personal. lives and then they give us a lot of houses. Well, a lot more houses than 
but in Maya's uterus too. Like you see what I'm saying? And then we're going to um Jason is now building a house and now moving house again, and the TV's coming from the like we're in these people's personal lives. Krishal and the divorce. Um, what's that girl's name? Heather and Tarek. We're actually in these people's personal lives a lot. But, but what I will say, the best season of Selling Sunset, we can argue this was season two. And I don't know what it was about season two, if it was, because I think that's the season Mary got married. And then, oh, that happened that season. I don't know if it's two or three. It was either the one where Mary got married or the one where there was that, or the one where Krishal got divorced, two or three. One of those, I think, knocked it out the park. Season, sunset, season, season four was ass. This last one was ass. Two, was it? two the sunset, two was it for me. Three wasn't that far behind. Four was Which one is that one with the house? Oh, the one that with the house that Javina couldn't sell was three. <laughs> no, because no, it's so funny because before season four started, everyone was cheating. I wonder if Javina finally sold the house. And then someone mentioned you and said no. You know how Boohoo and Pre-Lil thing, for whatever reason, their social media accounts like to tweet about other things except clothes. And regardless of your personal preference on that, but I think it was from Boohoo, I swear. It was one of those, or ASOS, one of those pages tweeted, if you needed motivation, Davina still hasn't sold the $80 million house. And I'm like, this UK. That is wrong. If I was Davina, I wouldn't have it. Personally, I wouldn't this have it. This one time, it was South African Twitter, and we were talking about Davina and the listing. Somebody went to the Oppenheim group website to take a screenshot and said, guys, it's still there. I'm telling you. That, like, the obsession with Davina's house. It's, I've never seen anything like it before. Never in my... Uh, also, see, season three came out, I think, almost two years ago. So we're going on two years. So it means for two years, this babe was convinced she... And also because I'm talking about when it came out. I don't know when this was filmed. When this it was, was filmed. filmed. It was filmed before the pandemic because there weren't masks or anything restriction So clearly it was filmed before the pandemic. But clearly, which means 2019 ish. I that babe because when we watched that season, it was during the, for me. Too, yeah, I, it was during the pandemic. Yeah, the first one. So from 2019, huh? No, but no, I, I think for me, I like to get to like I'm. I'm not saying that the rest of this. Hear me out. I'm not saying the rest of the season or the show. You must be hearing about Tiffany and her kids and, you know, her anxiety or Tiana and this or this and that. It's just the beginning. I would imagine if, right, they hadn't shed much light on these people's personal lives and they're tussling at the restaurant like they were, it, there wouldn't be anything towards it. You're not able to, to determine, hmm, I wonder that, you know, when you, for example, we've seen Tiana, we've seen Tiffany, we've seen Kiana and her husband. You might now now start to put pieces together, like, okay, given the conversations these women had at that other house that wasn't staged, then now you see them in their family dynamics. So you kind of try to figure out, like, how they are as individual people. Last episode, we saw Crystal and her sister, and then they had a brief discussion about the situation with Robin. So you kind of start to see the, the difference in the, each person's maybe personality you try to determine hmm, i wonder what sort of character they have how they're going to handle the tussle to give it a little bit more weight or a little bit more oomph because especially because the issue is starting so early on in the show um you're going to need a little bit more context and somebody was saying i remember love and marriage huntsville i stopped it pretty early because i just really couldn't get into it but someone was saying how 
in Love and Marriage Huntsville, the way the storyline actually started is how the different people working in different companies or for different brokerages or whatever, they have to come together and try and start something in order for it to to make sense why they are filming together. I don't know if this is going to carry on this way. Obviously, Kiana has already said no, but I don't know what, what's going to come out of her conversation with Robin, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So given that they have to start somewhere, and these women, like you said, the difference is that unlike selling Tampa or something, they don't work in the same office. So we have to start somewhere in, in, in terms of getting to know them. It's not like you can see how Juana interacts with people in the office and everyone doesn't like her. So this is the type of babe that Juana is. Tanil got some has a mouth on her. So her quick snappy replies are like, this is how she is. You don't get to see that unless they try to basically show the characters to us as individuals. But I don't think it's going to, I hope, it's not going to drag on too much where every other episode we're not seeing this person and their child going to school. That would be a bit like, okay, we've kind of gone completely left now. Um, but so far, I really like it. Uh, let me not say really. I'm enjoying it. Um, it added a bit more from last week, so that's cool. Um, I will still obviously piggyback off of what you said last week. The show itself and the houses are not giving opulence. And I, I don't know if it's because they're waiting to get into it. Obviously, the house they showed be the, what is it, the apartment they showed be Simone, even I was like, ah, but whatever. Um it was honestly giving um not entry level, maybe two years experience, you know, yeah. and then it's like, yeah, cute, cute apartment, you know, post your little key. It was but, not in luxury. I wasn't giving luxury, but I saw somebody tweet about this, that at the end of the day, you can't have 10 shows that are doing luxury real estate and it's supposed to be different. You end up at some point having the exact same thing. And also we have to understand, like, I think you remember with when we spoke about Insecure, right? And Issa was saying how before Insecure, she felt like there wasn't a show that catered obviously to regular people. And I think this is supposed to be that, you know, it's working to middle class to upper class like that range not everyone is going to be on six figures not all the houses are going to be listed in the millions like on selling sunset not all the houses are going to be giving opulence and luxury some people are going to be like okay i got a little bit of coin and i want something decent i want something homey i want something comfortable it's, it's, it's you know it's going to be a variety and i'm not mad at that because i don't want a knockoff thing and then the execution is bad when that's not who these people are and now you're trying to execute that if it's not you it's not you it's gonna obviously have to somewhat be genuine go on but that's why i see um it's probably a preference thing whereas you know selling sunset is clearly aimed towards luxury the luxury la like obviously who doesn't want to see hollywood properties and you know hollywood and that area adjacent and then tampa is like mm, okay i've never really thought about tampa but it's Miami and, you know, being in a developed place and it's hot, that's probably nice. And it's not Australia. <laughs> Whereas um, Atlanta, it's clear they are not the forefront. They're not the real estate agent at the forefront of the Atlanta market. Because honestly, when Portia was talking about signing for her house, I thought about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, that, that's a listing agency. Why do, why do we get a show about them? But then, like you said, it's also a preference it's a, a preference thing and also not everyone can do the same thing in a different city i mean i don't know if the selling sunset universe they want to branch it to atlanta because they're obviously doing oc next but it would like it would be nice to see um luxury in a predominantly african-american area not i don't know about tampa i don't know the racial makeup of tampa but it would be nice to see 
black people buying big ass houses from black people in a predominantly black people area, not but like I said, I'm it's black. probably a preference thing. I personally would prefer they were showing, you know, ten million dollar homes because I know they're there in Atlanta, like that area. <laughs> But you know, even with that, I also do think it's an everything because I don't know if you remember Bush and Dennis, the first house that Dennis and Bush went to see, not Dennis, and Bush and Family Matters, the first house that Bush and Family went to see, it was not giving where city house is, but it's the game. That's why it I also just, think it was just game. Yeah, that's why I think location matters because even when you think about it, think about Cynthia, she had to, obviously there was Lake Bailey, Kenya had to build her house. Chateau Charest. It's almost like okay, for a lot of more mana. She couldn't. I don't think she could afford very much. Like she yeah, at the time, her. I don't think she could. Yeah, it was run down. It was damn near <laughs> falling apart. Like it was a construction site. Like Chateau yeah. Charest or Chateau Thelma or Chateau She Can't Pay. <laughs> Chateau She Ain't Done Yet. Um, he ain't done it. That is in an. I think it's in a nice area. From what I've, I've from what I got, because remember the video of um Portia, not Portia, Phaedra and Candy driving through some area. Yeah. They were like, "Oh, Shuri lives near, near here," and I think that's Nini. I think that's probably Nini and Portia's area. If my understanding of geography in Atlanta is right, that's Buckhead. I think it's called Buckhead. I think it's Buckhead. Mm. But I don't think, I don't think um Shuri lives in a gated estate. I think. Portia and Nini live in a gated estate, and Drew, because Drew lives down the road from. Yeah, Drew lives down the road from Portia. Mm-hmm. From Portia's old house, even though Drew's house is a bit small. But you didn't hear that from me. <sighs> Drew's house was a bit small. It wasn't giving me luxury. It was giving me comfortable middle class, like which is fine. But it wasn't. At home. Now I'm the daggone villain. <laughs> Keep talking, mamas. <laughs> oh yeah no but that's that's basically saying yeah i think i do agree it's obviously probably going to come down to preference um but i also don't think it's like terrible i just hope that in general people are going to view it as like with different lens and also appreciate that the the, the shows are different like it's not always going to give it's not always going to be that kind of show but i also don't think it's like oh the average joe like the houses i personally think that they they're probably going to show houses that are six figures and up anyway well in the more six to seven figure range anyway but anyway nonetheless i'm moving on with the episode um i remember last week you were saying you don't like kiana i absolutely love kiana um i do think this week um I didn't like the fact that um, in one of her confessional moments, she was saying how, you know, she wanted to remind everyone that, um, <clears throat> or give people a reason to know why they should stay away from Robin. And I just kind of thought like, you know what, that's their decision to make. Cause she had, this was her specific wording was I'm um, getting a collective no, getting the other girls to realize why they should say no. Um, and I simply don't think that's her place. I feel like it's fine for you not to want to do anything with Robin for your own reasons. They're valid, cool, but don't try and sway everyone's de- decision. Let everyone obviously make a decision for themselves. Don't try and be like, hey, I'm going to get them to jump on my side or whatever. And then when she got there, that wasn't really her energy anyway. So I don't even know what was the point of saying one of that in your confessional. But you know, sometimes every now and again, you may like someone who doesn't have the best vibes. You know, it's like, I mean, you like Mia. I like Kiana. That's that's rude. 
It's like, That's first true. of all, why like, you, no, 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 you're calling me out. Why are you calling me out like this? I ain't calling you out because the last week, was it last week or the week before? He said, y'all know I like me. I don't care. I don't care. No, but I never said, I didn't. You did. We were literally speaking no, about I never said vibes. bad vibes. I didn't say anybody was bad vibes. You know what? I'm going to find the specific Actually, point. You're probably going to find it. I pro- it, was exactly. about, it was about Alexis. It wasn't me. It was about Alexis. I said, I didn't. <laughs> Sue me. Oh, okay <laughs> but um yeah i really like and kiana is is for now it seems like kiana's the only one who's about the luxury like life like if you go to kiana's instagram page i think um, isn't it because she's the boss of her whatever yeah her and her and her husband own watson whatever whatever so obviously she's i mean they showed it in the show as well but if you go to her page baby but anyway back to the point um i think robin is quite nasty um, the fact that she actually eventually ended up hitting um, Crystal. And fine, it wasn't like a punch. It wasn't like a slap. But I'm like, we just going to skip right past that? That's crazy. Um, and it's such a sad situation because Crystal actually is very condescending and nasty. Crystal is the type of person that me personally, I don't necessarily want to be friends with because you're not going to come and wave certain things in my face um you certain things against me like the whole trigger 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 thing she obviously carried on i felt like at so many different points she was quite visibly and clearly stirring the pot um even when we heard the offer that she had made to tiffany when tiffany was about to go on maternity leave and she kind of tried to mask it as though she cared whereas she just wanted to make the money over tiffany's clients i'm like that's really nasty um and i just think for somebody to have the cheek (laughs) And the guts to do that and not have a shame to be like, mm, maybe this is not really the best vibe, or whatever. That was mind blowing. That was crazy to me. Um, and I feel like Crystal also doesn't understand that her continuing to tell um, Robin, you know, she's triggered is the wrong way to operate because the way it's said is not nice, but also saying that triggers her more. So that's wild. Like everyone on the show was pointing out, Crystal and Robin clearly have a lot of issues that are underlying and that neither of them have actually adequately addressed or actually worked through maybe it's been addressed and it's been swept to the side and they just kind of decided to move on but there's definitely a lot there from the way robin speaks to crystal and was just like you sit down you sit down you go over there and sit down like she like that's not your child why are you speaking to her like that at the same time crystal is so now no one can tell if crystal is doing this out of spite or you know what i mean or both of you are just generally terrible to one another or as people it's hard to say but like the tweet that i was um i had seen from the account like robin is definitely not the type of person you want to get into any type of business with you don't even want her as a colleague working for the same employer because i'm so sorry she's a little bit off the hinges um and i think she has a lot of issues to work through because she's a little bit too easily triggered like it doesn't make sense Kira mentioned something like, and she said it so nicely, like, you know, obviously you guys are a little bit older. Older? Old? Old? But but you're older. Like, I don't understand. And even Kira was like, hey, but, who, who do, but you're older than me. Like, what do you mean? She and then really next triggered. thing, bro, and next thing it went from like, 
oh, I'm older, old. And then she has to stand up and turn around and twirl and be like, well, look for, for my age. And it's like, nobody said that. Like, wh- why are you taking this there? Then next thing, you have a problem being called older. Now you say to Kira, you're a little girl. You're a baby. And this is the one thing, again, it's the same thing that Laundry was doing to Storm. Everybody is a baby. But now when certain things happen, you're on the same level. Why? If she's such a baby and you feel like she has such a long way to go, she doesn't know what she's on about, why did you want to work with her? And even the whole IG thing, I didn't like the fact that a lot of people on Twitter, right? I feel like everyone took this the wrong way. In my opinion, obviously, like, we ended up seeing Kira responding. My main thing was, I don't even think the unfollowing on Instagram was that deep, and I don't think she was saying, oh, you unfollowed me, boo-hoo. She, first of all, she hadn't finished making the point she tried to make. Robin lost her shit, and one, started gaslighting her, Two started invalidating what she had to say before she could even land. That is going to trigger someone or annoy anyone. I am someone who I get very easily triggered by being gaslit. So I could relate in, in the fact that if somebody is now cutting me off, you're now gaslighting me, you're invalidating what I'm saying before I land. I'm girl, over Instagram, over Instagram, because I'm sorry, we're not about to sit here and act like the question you had was completely outlandish. If you maybe feel like you don't vibe with me, you don't like me, you don't like maybe the things I post or the things that I put out there, you just feel like, hi, this person's annoying, or what's going on? Why would you, especially if it's like I'm intolerable or insufferable to the point where you had to unfollow me, how then do you now want to work with me? What makes you so sure that this is a good mix? If you can't stand me as a person or the things I put out there, why would you want to pardon me work with me and this isn't the same as getting to a job meeting someone you follow each other then one day you're like ah mm, i don't think we need to have each other on social media let me follow that's a completely different thing you followed me like kira said worst of all you were replying my stories hot eyes here doing this you're so gorgeous you said this like you said don't be a fan don't want to come act like an op because when did we get here i was actually just asking what happened and it's also not lost on us that the point she was making was valid. <clears throat> Pardon me. You two are best friends. You had followed me around the same time. Then next thing, fast forward, you want to work with me. It's odd. That's a question that I feel like anyone would sense, would have. <clears throat> Pardon me. So I didn't quite understand why people on the internet were trying to make it seem like it's completely outlandish. Ugh, she's so childish. She's just hurt over Instagram. Girl, please. And at the end of the day, I think it's a principal thing. A lot of us, or a lot of people, let me not say us, a lot of people don't stop and think that, fine, you may be in the state where you're like, I'm about my bag, I'm about my bag. But if you're about to get into business with people you don't get along with, you're literally walking into a disaster. Because if you can't have, if you if you can't get along on a general basis as people, what more in business? That's such a delicate thing. People's money is on the line. People's egos get involved. People's pride gets involved. It's not, if, if, if that's the vibes that you're walking into the situation with, I, I don't think it's going to go as well as you think, I'm afraid. And that's why the whole thing was weird that Robin went from that. And the whole time, it went on and on and on. She was so triggered by that. Crystal is here on one side. You're triggered. You're, you're triggered. One minute she's laughing. One minute she's, and even then, Robin wouldn't want, didn't want to let anyone speak. Why would any of these ladies want to work with you after all of that? going to want to do that i think um yeah on the instagram thing i think there's a difference between wanting to go into business with someone 
and then being mandated or being mandated to work with someone you don't like at work going into business with someone it's a choice you have to have a certain level of trust you have to have all these things with someone chemistry being, and be able to know that at the end of the day this person is going to be able to hold the end of the bargain and I'm going to be able to hold mine so people saying oh no she should have just firmed it it's business it's like did you not hear what the girl said the girl doesn't clearly not like me and you know these they both unfollowed her around the same time so clearly there's an issue i'm not going to want to walk into that and say and put my hard earned money and say i'm going to work and they're going to work like at some point something's going to be done in bad faith and i'm not going to wait around for these girls to screw me over i'm not stupid um so i really did uh understand that and robin just hella as a person robin robin is not the girl you want to do business with or work with i'm not i'm not a fan i said i caught her bad this is i think this might be the first time catch on someone's bad vibes from the beginning and i just lock it off but robin <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh i said my 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 spirit i said shine your eye my spirit <laughs> said shine your eye and i could see that robin her conflict resolution skills are on zero even if you are triggered i think there was a way i think with the way i speak to my friends there's a level of love you speak to your friends with exactly she never uses it with crystal yes crystal the second time she said triggered we could argue that yeah she deserved what she got the second time but the first time it should have been our friend how can you say that to me in there was none of that was I'm about to pop this over your head. Girl, life is not love and hip-hop and nothing. This is your friend. Like, you say it is. Act like it. And I just don't. It's, again, another case on a reality show where I'm saying what these people are telling us versus what is actually happening. It's not. It's two different things. You're telling us this is your friend, but you're not acting like it. I agree. I agree completely. And that's why it's quite alarming. And it's, it's like that on both sides for both of them. And that's why, obviously, everybody else was commenting in their confessions like these are people that call each other their best friends and the way they're acting is a bit like hmm, what, what's going on you you're putting your hands on it because you said before so many times the time somebody who's your friend puts your hands on you you're probably never coming back to that because coming back from that because how did it get to the point that you thought it was okay to put your hands on me um it doesn't matter if it was just that this it wasn't done in a playful manner it wasn't done you know for banter or play fighting or something you know what i mean who did it with the intention to hurt me and if she even had to basically hold herself back from going further or going as far as she wanted to and she even stood up and said this is what I don't like about women at that point I said yeah you're done you're done this is exactly the point that Crystal was trying to make that fine she didn't put it nicely fine she kind of took something you had told and maybe slightly weaponized it but at the end of the day you proved her correct that you can't work well with women or and now I find it so nasty like that brand of pick me that's like this is why I don't get along with women women have so much drama this is why this whole time you're the one with the drama you're the one who's not taking accountability you're the one with the poor conflict resolution skills but now the problem is women how does that make sense how are you gonna how how was your how is your issue with the whole gender but you, you don't want to take accountability for any of the things or any of the role or the part that you have to play in the situation. Um, it doesn't make sense. I also felt like the fact that she said to Kiana, um, I said, sorry, like how many times I got to say sorry? What else do you want me to do? That's not an apology. The way she said it the first time was even by force. She didn't mean to. Finally, in the end, they came to the, con- the, the resolution that they'll have a private conversation. But that's definitely not how you apologize to someone. And you certainly 
if Kiana hadn't brought that up, she was going to act like nothing ever happened. And I think that's a bit crazy. We can have a separate conversation about how fine Kiana can't determine what somebody thinks is a fair offer or not, or whatever the case may be. Cool. But at the end of the day, you're not going to act like that didn't happen. And now that somebody's telling you that that action made them feel away, we certainly can't say, well, I just said sorry. How many times do you want me to say sorry? Doesn't make sense. And I think also to blame certain things on mental health, like she was doing. I really don't like it when people do that because yes, she may have been going through mental health and she didn't have the capacity to maybe probably explain everything. But now that you are seemingly out of that slump, it's only going to be assumed that you're out of that slump now that you're inviting everyone here to start business ventures. You're seemingly in a better place. And if that's the case, you certainly can therefore now apologize and now take accountability for, you know what? I wasn't in a great space. I didn't handle that in the best way or in a great way. I really apologize for how it made you feel. Instead, you're like, I said, I'm sorry. Ah, why, why then is Kiana going to want to work with you or anyone else who's watching this play out live? That this, and the thing is, what she doesn't understand is if you're obviously bringing this idea to the table, it's naturally or it can be assumed that you're going to want to be the majority shareholder or owner of this company or this brokerage that you're trying to start. People, like you said, for example, even Kira, who is saying, if I don't trust you and I, you don't love me or you don't like me or whatever, me stepping into the situation is so volatile because if you and Crystal decide to switch on me, I'm doomed and I work for who? For you. So if you don't like me, how am I going to walk into a company where you know before you've even gone there that the MD, the CEO, the owner of the company doesn't like you? You can't actually trust that they're going to be fair with you. And the way she handled that entire conversation, if anything, I think Tiffany should be afraid. Tiffany is not afraid enough for me. She was here saying, oh my gosh, but I've been through mental issues before and I know what it's like. But what she doesn't understand is the two of them didn't act the same following that. She wasn't here attacking people. She wasn't here triggered or we can assume. Even after the fact, how she's acting now, she wouldn't act that way towards people judging by how she's been in the past two episodes so the fact that she's obviously willing to extend her this much grace i'm like girl be careful because people like robin if she can do that to crystal who's supposedly her best friend what more you because robin had every reason under the sun she tried to blame the algorithm for unfollowing kira she tried to say this tried to say that two minutes later you care about fucking instagram and so what i don't even like you you're a little baby you're Ma'am, you called me here to work with you. What? <laughs> Don't make sense. Don't make sense. But yeah, like I said, um, it seemed like a much better episode than last one. Um, we'll see where it goes. The thing I don't like about this. They don't do um previews. I love a preview chat because that yeah. keeps me going for the next week. So there's no preview. So um, maybe there are previews. I'll, I haven't really looked. Um. And maybe yeah. I'll put it on YouTube, maybe. Um, yeah, but those are all my thoughts on the shows we've watched this week. I don't know if you have any closing thoughts on your show. Nothing else from me. Just excited for next week. <laughs> Nothing else from me. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing on my side. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and mute. Nothing, <laughs> nothing from my side. Mute. This was a tweet that said... Um, 
Okay, let me just share my screen. All right, can you guys see it? <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, okay, I changed the script. I say, oh, let me know when you can see my screen. <laughs> just so there's a bit of interactivity. <laughs> so that's a little bit different. A little, a little bit, bit of interaction. A little, you know, seasoning on that. But no, that's it for me. Um, just wanted to say a big thank you from me and Nesu. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming this far, honestly. And don't forget to follow us on our social media platforms on Twitter and Instagram. That's R-E-A-L-I-T-Y-C-H-K-P-O-D on both Twitter and Instagram. And use that hashtag if you want to join the conversation. Let us know your thoughts, what you liked, what you didn't, you know. Talk to us. Honestly, just say anything. I don't really mind. We try to respond as much as we can. Exactly. Guys, just talk to us. We don't bite. I don't, I don't buy it. I'm not buying this. I don't buy it. I don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I've been this, you guys. Yeah, y'all know who I am. <laughs> You're terrible. Bye from me, guys.